Hello, and welcome to the Geekiest Podcast, where we sit around and talk to our friends about all things geeky, all the while giving each other geek points to determine who is the geekiest. Welcome to the Geekiest. I'm Joe, and I don't know what color lightsaber I'd have. <laughs> and I'm Kayla, and I definitely know it would be white. I'm Pete, and a thousand generations of Jedi used to live in me, then I got tired of it, so I passed it on to my kids who were carrying around 500 each. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Kai, and if we're going with lightsabers, I think mine would be like, it would be a bluish, maybe purple. I am Christopher, and honestly, I think I'd probably go with blue on this one. My name is Peter Stein, and I'm a green person. Uh, Kai, I'm going to say yours would have like some sparkles and stuff in oh, it, Oh, 150%. Okay. Just, just want to make sure. <laughs> um, so out, out of our normal tradition of uh, having a guest and then learning about said guest and, and going deep diving and geeky stuff... I think uh, all, all of us heard last week about how Kayla and I had not seen Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. It's We're almost sorry. like somebody outed you guys or something <laughs> and then made a big deal out of it and was really yeah. mad for some reason. Gave us a bit of the, the audio stink eye even. Yeah. Oh man, when the mics were off, it was just beating was city. Rude. So um, we, we, we did see it after this show. We'd already planned to see it, so... We took some time rebuilding the table after I flipped it over. Yeah. And uh, so we decided we're going to kind of skip the normal process and we're just going to go straight into Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Not going to put that definitive article on there. <laughs> Cue the Star Wars theme music. We don't have that money. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Oh, we don't have Lucas money. Oh, we can't sing it. Like yeah. badly. Oh, yeah. 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 You gotta be careful with that stuff. No, no, but no. we do. Mine went. But we do have a uh, guest at the table of. I'm gonna give now. Geek Point for Kai for that <laughs> reference. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I tried to sweep that one under the rug, but I couldn't. It wasn't. It wasn't you all got it. She didn't want to acknowledge it right off the bat. Um, but we do have uh, effectively three different generations of people around the table, so we've got some fun perspectives on uh, on the Star Wars universe. Tonight. So, so to make it clear, the the OG uh, generation of, of Star Wars. Who's that? Is that? that oh, that that'd be us. Oh, that's me. Oh, that would be us. Me too. Yeah, you, me, Kayla. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are the last generation that can say that we have seen every movie. In the theaters, wow! In its original release, wow! Ooh. I don't think I don't think young Peter can over there. I was born in '79. Okay, so you can't. Joe and I can't. No, you, I mean maybe one of the re-releases because that was a big thing they did back in the day. Uh, Lucas, I did see all the re-releases. Lucas, no, but no, but Lucasfilm. <laughs> 77, they released it, and then they oh, did the, it again in like 78, and yeah. oh, well, oh. it made money in 70, let's do it in 79, too. Lucas does have a certain enjoyment of putting those movies back in the theaters. Well, I mean, also, <laughs> 20th Century Fox was sure. not not afraid to go, hey, we made a lot of money, we can make a little bit more. Do it again. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. So. Release them all. <laughs> Execute film 66. <laughs> Can there I? will be that many someday. Oh, We're heading that way. Yeah, we are. Okay, uh, so the rise of Skywalker. Our now you, Star Wars welcome, expert. Welcome to the geekiest spoiler episode. Yeah, yeah. spoilers yeah. all so, the time. So, so the movie has now been out for several weeks. This is your spoiler warning. You have been warned. You'll not be given another. Uh, yeah, Give yeah. It. There's. If you continue listening, Spoiling. it's going to be spoiled. You've been warned. Let's Here we go. go. You sure? I'm sure. All right. Do it. I was asking the listeners. This is your chance. And here we go. So, where do we start? Do we start with just describing what that was or describing how that was? I'm I'm really curious as to what your overall opinion is because you're you're definitely a barometer by which All right. another measure. So, here things. it comes. Here it comes. Oh, I'm going to go right. ahead and be Do it. Unbridled Break now. My heart. I saw it on opening night, so I've had plenty of time to sit and stew on this. I've seen it twice now. <laughs> Do it. Um, I, I saw it twice. Yeah, I don't take you guys to see all of the movies uh, with me. Uh, for clarification, for our listeners, Peter and Christopher are my two sons that I have mentioned on the show before. So uh, there's a little context for you. And yeah, I see movies without you guys all the time. I like it that way. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, you were the chosen also, one. <laughs> he, he he also. I'm gonna give Peter a geek point for that one. That was well timed. Uh, oh. <laughs> also, also spoiler. He watched Dark Crystal. Before he's watched it with you, that happened too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys watched My Hero Academia without me, so you oh, know fair. it all balances out in the end. He we bring ba- right. balance, and, and I just want to adopt Kai. So that's you know. fine. All of these things, <laughs> all of these things are fine. Okay, so Do it. here we go. Um, so I think that at this point, I am going to go ahead and officially say that I. If if J.J. Abrams is invited to make any more Star Wars films, I don't really need them in my life. Um, I know that's a big say. Everyone just gave wow. me the worst look. Wow, so that's, that's big. Um, sir. I'm done. Um, I, I I by the end of it, there were definitely points in the movie where I just like my mouth hung open and my eyes started rolling. Um, it is. It, we we talked. We have talked on this show quite a bit about the Last Jedi and how contentious the Last Jedi is, and I understand that. And I have said in the past, yes, I recognize that it's not a great film. I recognize there are severe problems with it. Um, But also I appreciate the fact that it's bold and different. And they said, look, uh, Ryan Johnson said Star Wars has been around for 40 years. We have oftentimes run this millstone around and around and around and done the same thing over and over again. J.J. with The Force Awakens really just tried to reboot. Uh, a New Hope in so many ways and I didn't really have an enormous problem with the idea that J.J. would try to reboot A New Hope with The Force Awakens because I understand that he is trying to reach out and, and create a touchstone that bridges generations and I'm okay with that I'm fine with that that is not my problem with The Force Awakens I have problems with The Force Awakens it being a reboot of A New Hope is not that problem but I really appreciated that by movie two Ryan Johnson is like we're going to do stuff different. We're going to create new ideas, new concepts. We're going to thematically say it's time to grow up. And that's a bad way. I'm sorry. It is time to grow and grow differently. It's time to evolve and change yeah. into something a little bit different. And it is like uh, from a writing perspective to me, it, it is, is devastating that J.J. Abrams said, no, no, we're going to 
cancel all of those things out. When you inherit a movie in a series of movies, like when, if you ever do that fun writing exercise in school or just in life, where somebody writes the first paragraph of a story and then you write the next paragraph of the story, guess what? You've inherited that first paragraph of the story. You go from there. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if the general consensus is that it's controversial. You go from there, and you create from there. And it felt like he just went like, no, we're going to undo all of these things. Like At best, he put some duct tape around Luke Skywalker's lightsaber so that we could keep having it around after it was broken at the end of Last Jedi. Oh, God. He was like, no, but it's, it's too much nostalgia button. Yeah, it, it definitely felt like, you know, he went back to the fan service. Yeah, yeah. Um, which the Force Awakens was was totally fan service. It was it was a palate cleanser to get the prequels out of your mouth. Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's sort of like in that school exercise, like you were saying, it's the kid who wrote the first paragraph got the paper back and was like, hmm, that second paragraph. There's a couple ideas in there I like, but mm, I'm going to bring it back to the story I yeah, wanted to tell. Exactly. Exactly. Like, that's not what you do. You you grow it from there. You know, you, this may be a bad example, but when you play the telephone game, but it's, the point of the telephone game is that by the time you get around from the first person, it should be a different sentence. And maybe that's a bad example because, like, it's not supposed to be the same sentence. That's the joke. But it's supposed to evolve. We should keep growing, not stepping backwards. That's not... That's not progress. Um, that's folding. And there are so many things that I'm like, you know, even like silly things at times. Like, why? Why is Rose Tico in a minute and 16 seconds of that movie? I know. And, and the, I know what the answer to that is. And it's an awful answer. Yeah. The awful answer to that is because the Internet didn't like Kelly Marie Tran and Rose Tico, and they blasted her to the point of driving her off of social media. And mm. that's awful. That's terrible. That is yeah. the worst. So what did we do in response to that? We basically wrote her out of the third movie? What? That's like, you know, saying, well, there's 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 good people on both sides. Like, mm. no. Yeah. That's giving in to the bad culture. And mm. I really like... That watching that movie that physically affected me, like I, I went like this is not good. So, uh, so we, from from reading the history of of the rise of Skywalker, we know JJ was not the original writer director, right? Uh, co-writer director for it. Um, it was Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, and Colin left with, uh, with with he said was creative differences with with Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm. Yes, thinking from what had happened with. The Last Jedi. The uh, you see, okay. So this is where I'm gonna get upset with myself for even thinking this. People, uh, critics, crapped all over that film. Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. But it gets it, it to this point. I, I I've been having this thought, and I would love to do is, would any of the critics who have crapped on the The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and now The Rise of Skywalker, if they were sat down without the nostalgia, the history the hullabaloo of watching A New Hope, what would their response to that be? And if any of them honestly said that that was some sort of perfect film and this was the end-all, be-all Star Wars movie, they're liars. I mean, I, I don't see a, yeah, a way that that could be justified, you know? But they but if you look at what they write, they, it, they act like that original trilogy was somehow sacred and sacto-sanct and, and well, you know... a little bit. 
<laughs> you know, and and but if you can't if you can't take a look and look this podcast, we have taken a look at those original movies and we have picked apart pieces of it. But at the end of the day, we as the fans enjoyed it. And at the end of the day, I think talking around the table, while we have said there are problems with The Last Jedi, we enjoyed it because it did continue the story forward. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly that's what I liked about The Last Jedi, is it said, like, hey, there's nothing wrong with what built us to this point, but we need to keep moving forward. We can't stagnate on the nostalgia. We can't stagnate on what we've done in the past. We must always grow as a media in mm-hmm. the case of Star Wars as a franchise in the case of Star Wars and it's it's a, it's a message to us as the viewers as people we need to always keep growing and evolving as people and becoming better people we should never reach a point where we're like well that's it I did everything I'm done I'm just gonna go back to doing everything again like yeah. that's not growing as a person no I mean to, to me a bit it felt like we're gonna. I'm. We're going to go to JJ because JJ is great at fan service, and we're gonna try to win back the critics who didn't like the Rise of Skywalker, uh, didn't like the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and they failed at that. Yeah, um, because they were. It's like they were just trying to win a game instead of trying to tell a good story. But it's not. And, and that's the thing. It's a game you can't win. No, no. It's it's not a game. It, it's a game that's rigged because. Saying something negative and dogpiling onto things is the is the new normal for critical yeah, response. It, it really is. That, that's the hard reality of the world we live in. Is you'll never make it to the good place. Oh boy, here we go. Which <laughs> comes back this week <laughs> on NBC <laughs> for the second half of the final season. Season oh, I'm four. I'm so sad. Yeah, I like to add a little sadness into your life. <sighs> but anyway, this is this next week's show is the good place. Right. Show. We'll talk about that. Um, so, so something interesting. i you know, I'm listening to the two of you go back and forth, and like I, to- I totally respect that because I know your your heart is is made of a kaiba crystal. Like I know that you're <laughs> like that's a geek point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, with the heart of a kaiba crystal, <laughs> you know. Um, and and I'm I'm one of those people who has been able to, for lack of a better term, ignore. <laughs> some of the the glitches and and weird things and things that just don't quite feel right with Star Wars and 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 built a love for it in spite of those things and maybe sometimes because of those things and what i realized with this with this movie and kind of looking back over all of them is that there's there's repetitiveness in tropes that continue to happen over and over again you know we have the going back to the moisture farm and standing on the edge of the pit we have Mm -hmm. all of these little things that circle us back and circle us back and circle us back and it's interesting because the other side of that is when that doesn't happen the other half of the world says this is not my star wars Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we're not doing these tropes we're not following that formula so you find yourself in this kind of very polarized position of yes we need to grow and it needs to become more and we need to and in the fact that the older characters are dying off and these newer characters are 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 taking hold with kind of being a little bit handheld you know by those that are left you know lando and chewie and so forth um 
you are growing, but at the same time, still going back to those tropes. So simultaneously, everybody's happy with an, and pissed w- about something. Sure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You'll never please all the people. You exactly. All the There's time. no way to please everybody. Not even some of the time at this point. Right. Yeah. You know, and yeah, there there is a, definitely a lot of that. But being someone that occasionally likes to reminisce, you know, and, and I have a thing in my heart for kind of looking back at the old days a little bit here and there. Some of those some of those little tropes and some of those little trends that happen over and over again are nice and they remind you of the connectivity of all of it. That just like a lot of other stories that we have read and been shown and told in history, you know, mm-hmm. this has all happened before and it will all happen again. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, there are no new stories. It just it they just get configured in different ways. So I kinda tried to see it see it that way. But when you in this particular film there's some pieces of growth that were so incredibly dynamic for me and and hit so incredibly hard um, that those things, even if these other things where we kind of didn't grow and we kind of did the same thing over and over again, those things stood out so strongly to me that it made me be okay with the with the overall of it and I really enjoyed it. I mean, Chewbacca's reaction to Leia's death. Oh, that was oh, great. Period. I bawled. That yeah. was great. That yeah. was that one of the just, best moments in that movie. Yeah, and yeah. that was that was the the epitome of we're growing and we're changing yeah. in the older generation and, and this that sorrow and that emotion. Yeah. You know, a lot of people look at Chewbacca. Chewbacca is one of my favorite characters, and I'm mm-hmm. always going to mm-hmm. kind of sing his praises. Mm-hmm. People look at him mm-hmm. as kind of just this comedic factor in the background, but when you really get to know about Kashuk and you get to know about Chewie and and the the Wookiees as a whole and their rich culture and how you know how long they live and all of these things. I'll give this you a Wookiee homeworld geek point. Sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, you know they they the the life debt. You know, yeah. He loses. You know, he he's paid his life debt to Han, but at the same time, he, you see him kind of transfer that to Leia. I I saw it was maybe back after Forrest Awakens came out, somebody made a comparison that was really like it. It was like all of the feels. And it was when you consider the fact that Chewbacca's lifespan we know is like minimally two or three times a human lifespan or more. He's what, about 250 years old at the time of of Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Um, The life of Chewbacca is roughly equivalent to what it is for people to have and love their pets. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is what yes. all of the main characters are to Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. And when you think about how much it hurts when you lose a pet, mm-hmm. like that is mm-hmm. part of your that heart, pain. part of your family. Yeah. Yep. And you realize that in these last two, two or three years, like Chewbacca has lost his core extended family. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and seeing that really brought forward and not swept aside. And I honestly thought they could have spent more time on it. Yeah. And more time on him. For that, you know, and, it, and it's tough because he doesn't speak common, yeah. you know, but everyone else understands him and it's it could have been even more. But it was just good to see that they recognized yeah. that in, in such a profound way. Uh, relating to actually how, what a short time they spent on that, actually, one of my chief complaints of it from a film point of view mm-hmm not from a Star Wars point of view, was, and I, I really find myself wondering if this is indicative of 
our 21st century culture. And I don't mean that in a critical negative way, just in a way that this is just recognizing that this is what society is and we have a much shorter attention span than we have ever had in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, I noticed, and I would like to go back and maybe with a stopwatch and time this, Mm -hmm. but I noticed that every shot seemed very short in, especially in like maybe the first half of the movie. Mm -hmm. It was jumping from like conversation to conversation to conversation. Like we showed four different sets of pairs of conversations in the space of like five minutes in, in the early portions of the movie. Yeah, the cuts were, there were a lot of like very quick Yeah, jumps. it's like two people talking for about three sentences and then two other people talking for about three sentences mm-hmm. and then we're all over the place. And that's something that I've actually um, mentioned and, and commented on in, in quite a few movies lately where I'm noticing these really weird cuts and this very quick timing mm-hmm. where one more beat... You know, having having been in theater and written in theater and all of those things, one more beat, one more movement, a yeah. little bit more word would have brought that around, would have made that a well-rounded, would have made that a little bit more impactful and a little stronger. And yeah, they do. They jump through. And you wonder what got cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. Well, and um, one of the interesting things I want to say about that is when I first started to watch... Well, the let's movies? let's let's give a little background. So, Kai just <laughs> the day we're recording this, Kai has just watched The Rise of Skywalker. You came here from the theater, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. And before today, when did you see your first Star Wars movie? So, keep in mind, I think I want to say by the time I was born, the first Star Wars movie had already been out and made t- for 20 years about. So <laughs> so you were born kind of when the special editions came out. Yes, like right before they started doing, what is it, the prequels, like in the mm-hmm. early 2000s. So I vaguely remember that. But the first time I ever really sat down and watched a Star Wars movie was about two weeks ago. So I'm looking at all this from a very, very, very fresh perspective and point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and and saying. one of the things when I first started to sit down and watch these movies was... Um, my boyfriend was like, I don't know if you'll be able to sit through the, the newest movies. He's like, the pacing in the other ones is like, it's a little bit more flashy, fast pace. And, you know, as somebody with, you know, like rabid ADHD, I need very shiny, flashy, like this moment right now to stay and pay attention. And he said, you know, I don't think it's going to be an issue for the originals and the prequels, but the newer movies are the ones that you might have an issue with, with pacing and slowness. That's interesting. So it's, it, it, it's that's what I was saying. And I mean, ultimately I didn't have an issue with any of them. Like that's I good. really, really enjoyed all of them truly. Um, and I thought the pacing was really good with most of them. I can kind of see, especially with the newer one about the like pacing and the shots and everything. Um, but like all in all, I, Pacing is not something I necessarily noticed. I was really just inferred for the story. I, I have a friend who's right about your age who said had said to me that she has never seen any Star Wars movies. And uh, no, I'm working on it. Working on fixing that. She's, the funny thing is, the context of this is she said to me, I saw this po- uh, this purse that is a Yoda backpack purse. This is oh, regular nice. Yoda, not not Baby Yoda. Regular. So, yeah, we're, like, so we're talking Empire Strikes Empire Back. Strikes Back yeah. Luke's yeah. training. Yep. And she's like, I thought it was so cute, but I feel like if I buy it, I'm such a poser because I've never watched any of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, you could have just started with I've never seen any of the Star Wars movies, and I would have just grabbed you, and we would have just start watching them. Yes. Uh, you don't really need a further explanation. For, I don't need a lot of excuses to show people Star Wars movies. Seriously. 
Um, and she actually got about 45 minutes into it and was like, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I'm really bored. Can we stop? And I was like, no, you're hurting my feelings. Get out. (laughs) We're not friends anymore. No, please leave. Thank you. (laughs) And that was a new hope. Like we just went back to 1977. Started like in theatrical order and she couldn't get through like the first hour of a new hope. And I was like, what is going on? And, for me, I take that it, it's different with with Peter and Christopher with my two kids because like it's in their DNA. I have been showing them these movies yeah. their whole life. Yeah, my kids too. Um, so coming in with somebody fresh, like I always think, oh my gosh, is this how it is for everybody? So like, it's good to know that can it nobody isn't. watch this movie now? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it is good to hear you say like you were invested. Well, I don't even know because when I first watched it, it was actually I watched it at work. Because I have, um, I'm on a mobile unit and I do HIV testing, so we just have a lot of downtime at work. We have a lot of, you know, hours and hours and can go and we will never see somebody. So I was, one day I was like, all right, well, I need to start watching this. Let me just sit down and watch it because I have Disney Plus and I'm going to, you know. And, you know, it was broken up just a little bit. Like, I think I had two clients and the span took me to watch the first movie. But um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't really have an issue with the pacing, with the, it was really interesting and I really did enjoy it. Did you feel that Han Solo is a more of a good guy because he shot at the same time that Greedo shot in the cantina? <laughs> I 100% could not fucking stand Han Solo. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night, everybody. We are done here. Goodbye. Goodbye. Dad, get back here. I'm taking my Han Solo jacket and I'm going home. I get that it's how the movie, like the character's written, but he's just the biggest, most annoying piece of shit just for the sake of being a piece of shit. (laughs) It's like, I get it. We get it. And then, like, all of a sudden... The you gotta start of, off there, though, in order to, but to also, be someone better later. In the span of literally the last third of the movie, it's like Leia all of a sudden fucking can't take get her hands off of him. It's like, well, you literally spent however many movies, like, not hating him so much, and then all of a sudden you want to have his babies? Like, I, I mean, I oh, want to have his babies. Whatever. God. Whatever. I, it was it was it was the cover up for having a crush on her brother. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, let me. Uh, I gotta fix that. Swerve real hard, here, real fast. Who uh, uh, are my options? The next closest non-Teddy bear. Yes, <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather be uh, be the the princess to his popper than uh, really get royal with this. That's a key point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that was good. I like yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Obviously, her her options were limited. It was you know yeah. Chewbacca, Han, or three PO. So I mean, it's the internet chose Chewbacca. <laughs> I've been on, I've been I would have chosen God. Chewbacca. I know you would have. You know, that's me. I want an entire AU where it's just Leia and Chewbacca, like in a. I am sure long romance. It exists. Yeah, I'm sure there are rule, thir- rule thirty-four. It yeah, does. Well, no, I no, but I need like a cinematic version. But, <laughs> but, but the problem is, is if you go to the EU or the Legends, it gets Leia gets really space racist. R slash Star Wars hyphen <coughs> Beauty and the Beast. Ooh. Ooh, no, I, I, but but if you ever ever check out the Legends book, she really at times just really does not like having Chewie around. And oh, I don't understand what her hatred for Chewie. No, no, ever it wasn't was. her hatred. It was the author, the, the the authors they hired, the writers they hired to write those books mm. had no idea how to write 
that, there's a period there. That's just, it. Just uh, she didn't know it right. She Go probably watched the Wookiee Life Day video. <laughs> you really <laughs> watched it all, didn't you? They're trying to get me to watch it. We're trying to find like a pirated version of it. Uh, I really do want to see it on YouTube. Really? Okay. Because I really want to see it. You can see it on YouTube. I watched about the first 25 minutes of it, <laughs> and it is it is monkey cheese shenanigans. It is just like... But well, I, mean, I love horrible movies, so that's but, why I want to watch yeah, it. The, the harder thing, though, I think at this point is that yeah, it is special. horrible, but it's one of those things that's horrible in a very time-specific way, oh, where yeah. most of the comedians in it are all like... Harvey Corman and like okay. you know and, and uh, B. B. Arthur, Arthur and yeah oh, it's all of these people who there's no context anymore right. for who these people yeah. are. No idea who they are because half of them probably doing. <laughs> I mean, at least half of them, I'm sure. <laughs> Most of them, yes, are dead. Yeah, I have to go back and watch that. I haven't oh, watched it. I need in, to in see it. I need time. to see it. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, here's here's a thought, and this, this is really interesting. If you think about the time period in which the first three movies were made, okay, so like late 70s, early 80s, and the Han Solo thing, okay? Han Solo was, was written and performed as as the, the scoundrel, the rogue, mm-hmm. you know? And back then that was considered boys are being boys. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And nowadays, and that's a really interesting perspective from a younger mind, mm-hmm. is that we have now decided that being a jerk is not sexy anymore. Yeah. You know? Being, being a scoundrel and being a rogue and being that kind of, like, arrogant personality is no longer sexy. So it's interesting that the younger generations and those that are just watching this are like, he was an asshole. I will admit, you I know? think that, that probably does play a large part of why I can't stand him. <laughs> There is a lot of Han Solo Title IX, like, your time is up, Han Solo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will admit, yes, I understand that I never really ran it through that filter mentally mm-hmm. because, you know, I mean, to me, like, I grew yeah, up with exactly, Han Solo yeah. and he was right, the best. Right. Exactly. Um, he was my Ferris Bueller and my, you know, yeah. Indiana Jones and all of those people. Yeah. Um, Which, when you now her. take a, a, a look back at, it's like, hmm, Indiana Jones was doing unauthorized grave robbing. <laughs> Was authorized by my heart, you know. And Ferris Bueller was skipping school for just because he was bored and like getting his friends out of school. Just it, it, we, Sausage King of Chicago. <laughs> yes, yeah. Ferris Bueller, you saved my life. <laughs> okay, I was gonna, I was gonna get point Pete, but I think Ty just stole it. <laughs> it's his. That's fine. I'll, I'll point you both for that. I'm not going to call him a scruffy nerf herder. Oh, great. Yeah, you don't want to give it to this guy. The wrong Pete. The wrong Pete. What? There's no right one. Pete to Peter. (laughs) Any no. You're both good Pete's. He's better, though. (laughs) Oh, wait. Pete, repeat. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) Bet you never heard that one before. (laughs) (laughs) That is a name. <laughs> that is a name I have not heard in a long time. And that's a point. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, um, it's it's a different filter, and it's interesting because then if you look at the newer films, there's this kind of had the movie makers haven't quite put that filter on, so we're still seeing mm-hmm. those roguish characters 
that the younger generation has now kind of gone. There are a lot of problematic lack of <laughs> proper filters that those <laughs> these new movies are, are having issues with. I mean, I, that's kind of so, but this we're talking about. I'm thinking about I'm like I'm thinking about like Poe in the Force Awakens. Wouldn't mm. quite call him a scoundrel. Wouldn't quite call him you know roguish. You get Poe. <coughs> Last Jedi, and all of a sudden, he is just ginormous douche. Just yeah, he was. No, I have to know what the plan is. I gotta know what the plan is. But then in this one, he kind of turns into a team player again. Yeah, but also we get a Poe Dameron who is clearly designed to be a touchstone to Han Solo, who's like, "Hey, ladies, what's up? You want to kiss?" And everybody's like, "No." He's no. Like, ah, oh. Yeah, right down to the blaster on his leg. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of my favorite characters just because of like the one-liners and like just the funny little breaks that you'd get because of him. And his humor is very on brand with mine. It's like the silly kind of some of it's dry and then, you know, mm-hmm. it's just goofy and out there. Like the whole um just the entire conversation he was having with Hux where he's just In like Last Jedi? Yeah, I'm holding for uh Captain Hux, please. Yeah. That, that was Yeah. So I mean, if if I can leave a message for for hugs, <laughs> is that okay? Yeah, that like that I was, was cracking up. It was I, so funny. I did not expect that. That one definitely was like left field for Star yeah. Wars. That was, was that so was really funny. funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I I have to say though, like I know that this has been something that the fandom has talked about a lot. In the last few years, every scene in which Finn and Poe are in the same shot together, oh. I was in the theater going, kiss, kiss. Oh, right? Kiss, they just kiss. They really just need to be a triad. They, Irrefu- they need to be a triangle yes. and be done with it. Irrefutable chemistry. Yes. I and wanted them to kiss they so bad. Don't even, there is no triad because really, I just need Finn and Poe. Like, yeah. It can be don't just them. Ray. Oh. Fuck Ray. I, yeah. I don't need Ray. Ray is... Well, but also fuck Ray. But Ray. Like, <laughs> Ray is a, a Jedi. She needs to live a life without attachments now. Oh, hey, God. hey, hey! Maybe a little attachments, and you guys wouldn't go all Sithy every so often, huh? <laughs> Do you remember that time when Han, when uh, not Han Solo, Luke Skywalker wanted to burn all the books because he wanted to get rid of the ways of the Jedi? Let's hmm. be fair. <laughs> We're contradicting a lot of things here from one movie to the next. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. Oh man. <laughs> maybe if, maybe if we had some attachments, we wouldn't end up going yeah. so far off. Yeah. So. Hi, Star Wars as a whole, being fresh and new to you, what is your take on specifically Rise of Skywalker? How did you feel about it? Good, bad, otherwise? It was exciting. There was a lot of things that really did give me chills and that I really um, could appreciate. Um, I there, We were kind of discussing it afterwards in the car ride home, and we were talking about how um, it's like, oh, all of a sudden, the, all of a sudden this, uh, sorry, the bur- the, um, the force has like all these new like powers that it gives people. And it's like, well, but like, which one is it really? Is it all of a sudden this is where they wanted to go with it? Or is this where they always wanted to go with it? And they just didn't have the technology to display that earlier, you know? And if you kind of, what I was told is if you look at some of the other source materials, you do know that this, like the force is powerful and it can do a lot of this stuff such as heal people and, you know, all this fun stuff. Mm. What I don't understand was why they kind of treated them healing each other as like a, I give you some of mine, wherein from the very beginning it was explained as it flows through all of us. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, but that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Because it's like, if you think of it in sense of like, you know, breathing, like me giving somebody yeah. CPR doesn't necessarily mean that I can't breathe now. Like, I can replenish that. But Rise of Skywalker, it's implied you have four gallons of force. And if you're going to give somebody force, then you've got three <laughs> gallons of force left and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's a little weird. And then it's like, okay, cool. You know, this person that was two movies ago didn't even know she was, you know, a Jedi. Now all of a sudden can like conduct electricity with it. I mean, but like, I get it because from the very beginning, they do explain like, oh yeah, she's been training to be a Jedi for, you know, mm-hmm. however long the, the time between the two the movies indet- are. The indeterminate amount of time yeah. that Star Wars is so good with. Um, And it's like... Yeah, I can kind of excuse that because it's like obviously she's been training, and the only thing is she can't like contact the spirit realm or whatever they want to call it. Um, I'm thinking in terms of like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, that's fine. But um, we speak that language too. Uh, it's all connected. But it's you know she goes from like not being able to do anything to literally like levitating with rocks flying all around her I, and stuff. Regarding the part at which she accidentally shot off. Lightning, which lightning. We, yeah, we only mm-hmm. ever see dark side people do. Yeah, as I was, <laughs> as I was watching it, all I could think to myself is like, here is the scene where she's really fighting. <laughs> like she's fighting Kylo Ren. She's fighting to rein in this ship that is leaving orbit that is gigantic. And if we think back to like Empire Strikes Back, it was just an X wing, and Luke was like, "That's impossible." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like because it's so big. Yeah. And here's you know, a larger transport and she's really struggling to hold it in place. And I don't know, like maybe this is an age thing, but I know if I try really hard and like, maybe I just peed myself a little bit. Maybe <laughs> I was going to go fart, but yeah. That too. Yeah. And I feel like force lightning is apparently when you pee yourself, like just a little bit. Well, I, I think just a little bit. So a little I, force I think, I think from the scene was, she was getting force. Angry. Oh, yeah. she was getting, she was angry. getting mad. Yeah. She was getting angry be- that Kylo was, uh, was was basically challenging her yeah. there. That's very sensible. And and being that she, we now know that she is part Palpatine. Uh, yeah, you know, I roll. You um. know, she she you know she had the you know the the Force lightning uh, innate ability unchecked. So I've really been debating on whether or not I wanted to say this, but do it. I'm gonna have to say do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do have it. to say. It. Do it. I think that one of the search your feelings. You know, I it's know. True. The fandom was very split after Last Jedi and people wanting Rey to be somebody important, connected to an important mm-hmm. Star Wars family. I desperately wanted Rey to be what the Last Jedi explained. You're nobody. You're nobody. Your yeah. parents dumped you on I a agree. planet. Yeah. That was the end Your of it. Your parents told you yeah. for drinks. I mm-hmm. hate the idea that the Last Jedi said to everybody, amongst all of their good messages in a poorly paced movie, one of, I thought, their, their best messages was... You don't have to be from a special family to be special, right? Yeah. It, it takes away that that final scene where the kid is at the stable thing exactly. and he just reaches out, and reaches out the exactly. Room. You know, and and it was like, you can be a hero, you can do great yeah. things. All you need to have is the will to do it. All you need to do is have the determination to say, I want to do great things mm-hmm. for the world, for the galaxy. Um, well, but see, for us as people, they did that with with the Last Jedi. And then, you know, the fandom turned around and chased... I know. You know, chased people off the internet because it was implied, oh, that's going to be our new... That's going to be a new hero. And they're not a Skywalker, and they're not a Solo, and they're not a whatever. How dare you make someone who I'm not already in love with? 
And she's already and she's a girl. And, and a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Adding on to that whole idea is especially when you go down that storyline of like she is nobody and she, you know, just innately is good and innately is filled with this force, it offers a really good kind of antithesis to Krylo Ren who is just like an emotional wreck and just wants to be bad because his grandfather was, a, yeah. you know, kind of a, a big baddie. And he's like, no, I'm a Darth and, blah, 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 and I'm, I'm emotional and all this stuff. And she's like, I just want to be a good person, you know? Yeah. So it just offers that really good dichotomy and, you know, kind of like true nemesis level difference. And it's like almost opposite to a T, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, not only that, but it's in today's world where the divide the class divide between those with and those without and and you know coming from a good family with a good name mm. versus just being yeah. somebody you like you said and i think you summed it up so well kai in that mm. kylo ren really represents like entitled people yeah. mm-hmm. um and all what is that all of that entitlement got him like a terrible anger management issue <laughs> oh god <laughs> and social disorders oh. um grandpa you know? issues yeah, he's he like, I hate my dad. <laughs> I hate my dad because he was a criminal, so I'm going to be a bigger criminal because I hate my dad. Um, I'm just glad that he really cleaned his act up for the new movie because he was getting really angsty and really obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> just, it, was, like, it was a little too emo. And, uh, oh one my point. God. Fuck you, dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do what I want. Exactly. Yeah, I got I got the, the force on my side. My, my uncle's a jerk, too. Yeah. Here's, here's an interesting thought, um, and this is kind of a little left field in, in the grand scheme of things, but you're talking about um, Ray's power and how it was a little different from what we've seen before. Ray's circumstance is also very different yes. from anything we've ever seen before. Um, with the exception of, like, Luke, um, all the Jedi that we saw before that were either trained by the Academy, apprenticed by someone who was trained in the Academy, mostly very male-dominant, um, not a lot of female, you know, you see. And yep. that's that it speaks more to our society than anything else. Mm-hmm. But now you have this circumstance where she is being taught mostly by Leia who was not taught at the academy who was not apprenticed by anyone whose power has kind of come and gone as she has either embraced it or pushed it away and who has a completely different perspective on the world so there's a very real kind of vision in my and just in my i'm in my head um that maybe she didn't teach Ray to have the same limitations. Maybe she didn't rein yeah. that in as much because she had a different perspective. There wasn't the academy to say, you're too young to begin the training yeah. or you're not ready for this power. And Leia had a completely different perspective and mm-hmm. way of training her. Which uh, I liked. And, and Disney Plus just uh, got put this out there. You can give me a free subscription or something. Um, Luke and Leia adventures of like him training her would be a great animated series yes it would just saying i would love that just saying Mm -hmm. because that little clip they gave us of of the lightsaber battle between Mm -hmm. luke and leia training yeah was like that was good oh god i was in love god i didn't know i needed this yeah but i need this i need a lot of this (laughs) i mean to to balance the force um you know there's a lot there's a lot that i enjoyed like Visually, I mean, J.J. Abrams visually is a very good director. He's yeah. a very good blockbuster movie director. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, what do you call it, uh, age regression uh, that they've been using to, like, make Mark Hamill look a various 
set of different Mark Hamill ages. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, making Carrie Fisher look like closer to Return of the Jedi. And uh, Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. Man, the technology is great. It looks yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's just so many things that I'm like, that does not make any sense. What's going on in this movie? <laughs> um, that, you know. So, so, all of this said, we have further a different perspective on it. Uh, Peter and Christopher. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said at, at the top of this show, you guys have grown up with Star Wars uh, because, you know, you had a responsible parent who wanted to <laughs> <laughs> make sure you both grow up into fine, fine young geeky men. Yeah. Um, it's important. Yeah, I mean, priorities. Um, so how did you feel about Rise of Skywalker as a movie, both as part of a bigger story and also by itself like peter what did you think i like everyone hated that ray switched from being nobody to daughter of palpatine but along that i just gotta wonder where the heck did palpatine just crawl out of yeah wasn't he blown up in the reactor yeah yeah Yeah. you know after got thrown yeeted by anakin skywalker that's aka darth vader a wonderful question that I don't have an answer to. Yeah. I guess he came from wherever Luke's uh, Anakin's uh, lightsaber uh, was after it fell down a trash chute in Bespin. Mm-hmm. Um, it went to the nexus of all things. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll get an expen- ex- oh, words. Maybe <laughs> we'll I'm get. Sure a, I'm sure there's a tie-in novel somewhere. That's coming where out I was going with that. Isn't there, oh. isn't there a book somewhere that says something about the fact that Emperor had clones? Yes, but that is not oh. canon. So they brought yeah. it back. It was originally like legacy. <laughs> yeah, there was. There it's was. not canon anymore, except this one thing. I mean, except for the fact that I feel like that does not appear to have been a Palpatine clone. That looks yeah. like, like that was him. his corpse hanging from a because yeah, corpse he was, hanger. <laughs> he was in repairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah so he was in bad shape. <laughs> we got zombie yeah. Palpatine, <laughs> humanoid Gladys. Yeah, from yeah. Portal. Yeah, <laughs> Antichrist Palpatine. Yeah, <laughs> he's a superstar. Um, I'd watch that play. Antichrist superstar. <laughs> I almost got you. I almost got you. Nah, I, I believe that's actually an album by Marilyn Manson. <laughs> oh, is, it is, isn't it? Yes. Oh, oh, I thought I was so creative. Jesus Christ, oh, superstar. No, I realized that he that's the play, that. but I just thought I was being super creative and funny. Uh, I feel like I should take a geek point away from myself from that. No, that was no. bad. You can't give at, yourself or take at the very geek at the very least, might as well <laughs> give a geek point to him. Cool. Uh, Dan, Mr. Dan, Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe. Oh, Joe sorry, I, I, only I am Dr. very Dr. sorry. Doctor Dan was our guest last week. Learn, oh, I am very sorry. Um, Learn from before. Yeah, no, that's a really good point, and that's something we haven't touched on yet. Is that like all of a sudden he's back? Yeah, where? How? Yeah, where? Oh, here's Palpatine. Good thing, good thing we had that opening crawl to say the dead speak, and I was like, please no, don't no. However, no. however, I want a version of the movie that's all completely the same. Nothing has changed except for at the final boss. When Ray's facing down, I love that him. perspective on it. It's by the way, battle. he he <laughs> looks at her and he goes, "Do it." But I wanted the original soundbite of when he was like <laughs> saying it to Anakin. Dude. Yeah, that's what I want. The entire yeah. movie is the same, except it's the original soundbite. That would be great. So I had a conversation with a friend the other day about about it. Um, <laughs> a friend who was also like a lifelong invested in Star Wars kind of person. And we came up with a better version of Rise of Skywalker. 
And it's the same opening of Kylo Ren, and he's looking for the Wayfinder, and he's going to these different places, and he's zipping around the galaxy in his zippy Sith ship. Um, and he gets to Exegol, and then he comes inside into the big Exegol temple, and he hears that voice, and he's like, you know, proclaiming that he's, he does, I don't need you, Palpatine, I'm here to kill you, I'm here to take your place, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I trained under his Snoke, but then the voice we hear goes... I made Snoke. I am Snoke. Misa Snoke! Oh, and then God. we realized... Jar Jar was the Sith Lord. Take away geek point. The whole Machiavellian yes. plot no. was Jar Jar from the start. That would have been yes. hysterical. I would have liked that, I did that, like actually. that, that they had it. the uh, Snoke in a jar. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, that was, that was cute. <laughs> I will take your entire stock, please, of Jar Jar Binks, Emperor Jar Jar Binks. Misa was every voice in you head. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna do it. That. Please, thank you. Yeah. Do it. Our rewrite has Jar Jar as the secret Machiavellian master behind it. <laughs> From Jump, it was always Jar Jar's plan. Oh Yusa, do it. Hysterical. That, that ties the amazing. whole nine film arc together. There we go. You know, yeah. And really, it was just a real long get back at Boss Nass. The longest con. <laughs> <laughs> the one planet that uh, he sends those um, Death Star equipped destroyers to is, is he just shoots it right at, at Udagunga. <laughs> Although I think that... Um, you take out Naboo. So I have to take out the guy. We find out in, actually, in the Clone Wars animated series that at some point post-Phantom Menace, uh, Boss Nass was no more. And there was another boss whose name I don't remember. Oh, I don't know what happened to Boss Nass, I guess. Well, well, his health was not great. All right, well, let's, let's be honest. I mean, that profuse <laughs> amount of slobber he was doing, that's, that's oh. got to be a sign He of had something. diabetes. Yeah, he had some sinus Excuse issues. Me. Space diabetes. Space, space, space diabetes. diabetes. Um, so, Christopher, Christopher, what was your How do you feel about Rise of Skywalker? What is your your take on it? You've been pretty quiet. I've been. I was actually kind of disappointed about Dark Side Ray. Not much screen time. I was actually hoping for Ray to actually go into the Dark Side, just to be pulled back from it. You did say that to me before we went. Like I was, I remember saying to you both, like, "What do you really want to see out of this movie?" Mm -hmm. And that was like the number one thing you said. Yeah, was more Dark Side Ray. I think it'd be interesting to have seen instead of that fight with Palpatine, like have just a really intricate fight between Ray and Dark Side Ray, and then at the end, kind of have like um, Kylo come in, Ben, and like, like, no Ray, no, you can't, no. Touch my hand. <laughs> take take my hand. I offer you. Pull my, my hand. finger. But like that would have been. I think that would have been really interesting and really cool because it's like it shows more of an internalized struggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something that has been kind of built up throughout this arc. And then at the end, having that crescendo of like you know her literally fighting herself. I think that'd be really cool. I, I agree. Other than that, really Peter cool. just stole everything I said. Other than that, uh, <laughs> the Palpatine. Yeah. 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 That 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 when we we saw the scroll and I'm like huh and then it's like I mean but I I did like it was cool that like Kylo wasn't like oh I should go learn under Palpatine it was no I I don't I don't want anybody challenging me for my power (laughs) screw this guy too I hate you too I hate everybody nobody understands me just 
Just me and Grandpa's helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna go brood and caress my grandfather's helmet. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> when, <laughs> when they were having That's the a decoy for Kai. That's just, worse. Yes. That's worse. Oh my god! When he was on that smuggler planet, Kylo, when he was chasing them, and Ray was meanwhile on the ship in his his quarters, and they were like talking, but you know he can't see where she yeah. is through most of it, right? I wanted so bad for when he realizes where she is for him to go. Are you in my room? <laughs> Better not be touching my stuff. You're in my room. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> Don't touch my helmet. That was my grandpa's helmet. Don't touch my helmet. <laughs> I'm going to put my sack on your grandpa's helmet. <laughs> it's, it's bad enough she's running around with her his grandpa's lightsaber. Also, yeah. don't look in my underwear drawer. <laughs> I, swear I, I swear to you, I'm not a woman. I swear I keep my undies. <laughs> don't be judged by the hair. My special lights. Funny over. aside, on a technical note, on a on a just kind of fuck with your head <laughs> moment, that scene yeah. Yeah. was very well done. It was. Yes. Yeah. That, that was like a circular that, camera. That, all of them are. Of, yeah, all, that was really all, all of the, the Kylo when they're Re- together, Kylo Ray yeah. uh, Those force chats. Mm-hmm. Their force chat room. Their force yeah. text. <laughs> it's like an AOL chat room. Yeah, <laughs> new force through this. Yeah, and and the evolution and the evolution of that from yeah. them just being able to hear each other to being able to see yeah. each other to being able to touch each other, and then to that point where their yeah. power kind of builds to that crescendo between the two of them. Yeah, of physical objects crossing that plane was really freaking cool. It was, it I was, was that cool. was one of my the best moments but, in the movie for me. Definitely. But I thought being able to have that power would kill you. I mean, <laughs> they're special. Oh, right. <laughs> How do you drop my hair products? They slide into Force DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to kind of the whole Leia and um, Ray thing, I think, and I don't know what their intentions originally were, but thinking about it, I think it speaks a lot towards who Leia was as a character and also who, um, like, Carrie Fisher, kind of how she portrayed the character mm-hmm. you know because you're taking you know all these rules and then carrie fisher probably was just or you know leo was just like well i mean i don't know the rules uh just it showing the fact that leia trained ray and then how ray has all this power because it's just unbridled and and ungoverned by you know the stuff that you typically find by the jedi you know i think it shows that maternal side a little bit more and it shows the power that Leia really did have, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and how badass she really was. You know, she really was space mom. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, I think I think that was the implication in in the Last Jedi, where she gets blown out into space, and nah, nah, nah. Mary Poppins, nah. Nah. not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mary Poppins. I'm not ready to go yet. A little bit cheesy as that scene was. Yeah. The implication behind it was, yeah. She's yeah. power. She, she is a lot of power. She is a yeah. child of Skywalker. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She you still know. has Skywalker blood and she's you know and she's she probably didn't... got a pretty high midichlorian rate. I mean <laughs> I mean poor Admiral Akbar did not have Skywalker blood and oh, Yeah, he's frozen fish, fish sticks. Yeah. Frozen fish Damn sticks. <laughs> right there. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> so so yeah, I, I I like that perspective. Mm-hmm. I like that a little bit more yeah. feminine leaning perspective. Yeah. Can I say something really, really like feminine leaning, girly, terrible? No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Please. Sure. I'll go with Kai on this one. Adam Driver. Oh, no. Once he decides to go back to Ben in that 
that was hot. I'm sorry. But that was so romantically hot. Like the tunic and the leggings and the boots and just like, I'm a dude. And when he strips all of that down, that was, I'm sorry, but that was amazing. I, I really was like, Nobody jumps Whoa. down a hole and hurts himself? Well, okay, that was just like, <laughs> that was like, she doesn't need you, bro. She does not need oh. you. Oh. <laughs> I mean that was actually funny. Like but I, it was, it was cute. For me. I sound like I'm being a jerk, but it was funny. No, it was good. It was I, I, did, I did like the to, to that part was the uh, when the emperor is like, you know, your grandfather betrayed me and threw me. Well, I'm going to throw a Skywalker. And it's like <laughs> I kept this hole kind of just for Skywalker throwing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be your uncle, but <laughs> sooner or later I was going to throw a Skywalker into this hole. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, that day pays off. <laughs> What the hell were all those things in the stands? I don't know. Sith. Like did, did, they were Sith. They were right, the spirits. Like, just, there were spirits. Okay, yeah. So, so, yeah, so I've, heard that remember. I've heard a few different takes on it. I have heard that it is Sith acolytes uh, from around the galaxy. Mm-hmm. I have heard that it is further clones that he made. I have heard that it is the Sith equivalent of Force ghosts. It is a thousand generations of the right. Sith. That that is what I, I took it as is. That is all of the Sith Masters that That's he embodies. That's what I also took it as. Okay. But I have heard people say different things. Well, but those people are wrong. Agreed. And you and I are right. Those were That's Sith usually how it works. Ghosts. That's why we have a show and they don't. You know, a bunch of Sith Or they do, but they're the wrong anyway. Well, I mean, but they're, up, like, but they're on like the Sith homeworld by the Sith throne and Sith Sithiness. I mean, the only problem with that, of course, is that like a bunch of Sith ghosts would just be trying to kill each other, even as ghosts. Well, that also implies that he... Like this entire establishment had an audience. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like seats specially designed just just to have spirits fill them. <laughs> no, 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 because people yeah. can sit in the seats. What up, bro? Exegol, yeah. Exegol is Disney's haunted mansion yes. of, of Star Wars. <laughs> it's just like, you know, for uh, for for May the Fourth, uh, they could probably do that in the. We've Hunter got mentions. 999 spooky Sith, <laughs> but there's always room for one more. Betray your friends, if, give in to your hate. If they can change the projections for Christmas, they can change the projections for May the 4th. Fair and enough. that would 100%. be amazing. That would actually be really funny. But it's also <laughs> a completely different park, too. <laughs> nah, it's all Disney. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they change the they change the Disney they Can change it for uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. So they put those characters into the. But the haunted that's where they have. First off, they don't really do it in Florida all that often, and that's where they have the actual Christmas party. Though is in Magic Kingdom. All the Star Wars stuff is in Hollywood Studios. I I would like for as you're leaving the end of the the haunted mansion for, to just hear Ian McDermott going, "Hurry back! <laughs> also, take them out." Do it. All of them. <laughs> do it. Also, do it. I would like a churro. <laughs> give me a churro oh when you come back. No, they're okay. not a scam. Nice. They're very good. You don't give me a churro, and I'll send all these Sith ghosts after you. Absolute fast pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's. <laughs> um, and I'll give Joe one for the. Um, Everybody loves a churro. So, churro. on the whole, I mean, on the whole. I like the movie. No, I liked. I liked the movie. I liked Rise of Skywalker. Um, I did too. You know, when we got done watching it, we were sort of sitting there. We knew there was no post credits nonsense, but it's just we had to breathe. Yeah. We had yeah. to kind of get ourselves and and in some way get ourselves comfortable with 
there's not going to be another yeah. movie done. in this saga. Yeah. It's done. I sat there for a moment and closed my eyes and just listened to that music. Mm-hmm. And because that, that music is like my heart beats to that music and mm. just listening to for the last time, possibly. Until it hits Disney Plus. That, right. Well, <laughs> in the theater. In the theater. I know. That orchestra and just being in that moment, having been in it so many times before, it was just, it was really like it hit. It hit hard. By chance, did you notice that Harrison Ford was not credited in the cast? That's weird. I did no. not notice I mean, that. He was in it for like a few seconds, though. But prominently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in it for to give a good month. Also, I was so scared they were going to refer to him as a fa- force ghost during oh, God. that scene. Oh, I was oh, like, no, 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 not blue. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. And when it, they said I he was swear. Kylo's memory, I was like, that's fine. I like that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a good time together. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. I like that a lot. That was fine. I was fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, I really liked, it was, it was a big surprise. I had no idea. I hadn't heard anything. I there. did not know. No. I had no idea he was coming back for that. And I honestly feel like that was the only way that you could justify Kylo turning like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because Ray wasn't enough. You know, he needed to have that flip. He needed to have that that unconditional love of a parent that you murdered your father and he has come back to tell you that he loves you and that you're going to be okay. That that's the only way that would have happened the right way. And it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It was 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 a really, really good scene. And if there was one scene that really tied together this sequel trilogy, I think it was that scene that brought it back to Force Awakens and mm-hmm. mirrored that scene mm-hmm. and, and brought yeah. completion to this this sequel trilogy. Yep. Uh, and, and to me, it was it was also a fulfillment of Snoke's uh, prophecy, Snoke's whole line to him, and uh, both in Force Awakens and, and Last Jedi. You know, it's there's still Ben Solo in you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And yeah. and he was never completely, completely. Here's a question: What the hell was Snoke then? Yeah, I. I mean, we saw the Snoke in a tank. I was on Exegol. I mean, Snoke was either just you know entirely a some kind of Sith homunculus that he created. I just love that word homunculus. It's yeah. a great, great word. word. That's why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I said it to appease all of you. Um, I mean, it's possible he's a clone of somebody from somewhere back that he had a DNA sample of. Uh, Maybe it's Plagueis' clone. We don't really know. It was not overly specific. Yeah, that that was like the one thing where I was like, okay, I get it. Snoke was... Yet. Okay. There's always two, right? That whole Sith nonsense. Yeah, Misa yes. and Yusa. <laughs> right. But then it's like watching the Clone Wars, watching the movies, it's become apparent that the Sith may have this rule, but none of them follow it at all i'm gonna i'm gonna say something that may blow your mind no one follows rules very well in star uh, wars yeah. <laughs> nobody mm, welcome to star like wars. guidelines really <laughs> loose suggestions <laughs> like can i Sith. give you a geek point there was that, part, was that parts of the caribbean yes, reference it was. <laughs> thank no, you that, for that no oh that's kai okay. the beatings will continue I'm it's sure the force <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, only two sith more or less. Yeah, because it's like Maybe. Jedi have no attachments. More, More or less. less. I'm a smuggler who doesn't care about anybody. More, More or less. less. Well, you know, if you think about it, the whole Skywalker line 
was really bad at like picking sides or sticking to anything. Yeah. yeah. You know? No, no, no. But but you go back to, okay, so you got Phantom Menace, you've got uh, Darth Sidious and Darth Maul. But apparently, at the same time, Sidious is already talking to Count Dooku to become Darth Tyrannus. He's having a Sith affair is what's going on. And then Darth Tyrannus, according to the Clone Wars, which is canonical, he's got like a son, you know, he's got uh, a son Ventress. Uh, he's got a couple other Savage Oppress. Yeah. Uh, sort of Grievous. Sort of Grievous. Sort of, in a weird, not quite apprentice way. Right. Yeah. Geek point you both for So it's like nobody, <laughs> nobody, and then, and then he's got Tyrannus, and then Sidious is like, mm, but that Skywalker kid. You're, We're going to need to make a meme of like. Is that like a SithCon? Of. Of Palpatine looking over his shoulder, like the, looking over the shoulder at the girl, yeah, meme. But yeah, yeah it's it's gonna be Palpatine <laughs> looking over his shoulder and like Darth Maul is the girl. It's like, bro, what? And you know, uh, Anakin and Dooku is walking by. Yeah, and or, or Anakin. <laughs> yeah, so but, but he's already like that Skywalker kid. He's gonna make it good. Yeah, just take off his head. Mm-hmm. Okay, point of clarification because I do not know enough about it. There was a gif that was going around Facebook where it's Darth Maul fighting with who I now know is Darth Talon. Don't know how I figured that out, found that out. Where did that come from? That is Be- a fan film. It is. Okay. That is a fan film. I was going to say, somebody said it might be, somebody said it was probably a fan film. I was like, that looked yeah. really fucking yeah, I know. good for I have a not seen film. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. Because it's, it's like, the main gif is literally just like, him and her and she's like they've got their lightsabers together and she's just staring at him and she like licks the lightsaber yeah i've seen it's probably not good for your tongue probably not but i think that's the point is to like you know like show like hey she's kind of a crazy bitch yeah she was from legacy yeah she was a crazy woman yeah she's twi'lek and uh she but she's kind of got darth maul coloration yes she's like the i have seen with the black tattoos she appeared in dark horse comics she looks so legacy yeah um i i have seen i've seen that whole like fight scene clip Thing, really? and it is i didn't is know cool? that was a thing i gotta look that yeah, up now it is really cool it is really it's some interesting both for like the lightsaber work and for just like what you're saying the the, the dark talon uh you know licking lights like there's like flirtation and i'm probably we're, we're probably gonna one of us is gonna die it's like from mr and mrs smith yeah, the first yeah. Time <laughs> <laughs> except for these these two are way more on to the i'm gonna kill you yeah yeah uh-huh. um but so it's like Nobody follows these rules. Nobody. No, no. Just they're suggestions. This, this like whole, stop signs. It's like, but I love like how you know Yoda is very, very sure on the whole. Only two ever, and it's like, no, you're wrong. Sorry, Yoda. It's just, that rule you thought you knew. Nah, nobody follows that. They're all just closet poly. Kind of talking about following rules, and this is one of the biggest points that really blew my mind and boggled my mind. In what universe would a 14-year-old girl, like, love and fall in love with a 9-year-old boy? (laughs) You have a 27-year-old Ewan McGregor, and you're really going to go for this child? Right, but she's also... (laughs) In her defense, Jake Lloyd was such a good-looking (laughs) nine-year-old. She was 14, which means mentally, since she's a girl, she was probably like 18. And she's really looking at this like nine-year-old like... He's a pod racer. He's a bad boy. 
He's made by force. <laughs> like it would make it would make more sense if Anakin was like older than her a little bit because it's like oh it's like the, the bad boy, and it's like but no he's literally a child and then ten years later she's still like, hey, I <laughs> still would have gone for Obi Wan much faster. Like, yeah, yeah. you and McGregor really with that accent and you're he's really gorgeous. looking at Anakin like McGregor. Oh, let me well, have his I, child. I I, th- I I think I think though you know she's been raised in the Republic so she knows. The, the 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 Jedi are like they're just they're unattainable. The Jedi's not putting oh, out, God. except that he is. Which oh. okay, to be fair, she was also a queen at the time. Which means queen. she from immediately yes, she immediately from a young age was being essentially treated as an adult and expected to make adult decisions, she which just, matured her. Well, she just is, recently been elected queen. Well, still, still but she was she was groomed this entire time, age, yeah. which makes it even more so like. So yes, come on. Question. So at some point, what sort of planet? Space Chris Hansen needs to show up at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's, man. what's going on here, Your Highness? Why is she a queen? <laughs> no, but okay. But what sort of planet elects a fourteen-year-old to be? The sovereign of the planet. I mean, it hap- it's happened Obviously before in royalty, has it not? No, because you have all these young under, rulers. But if you're underage, you're you have a regent or a regency council that rules for you. She was. Oh yeah. She was the fourteen-year-old. Not even like we can say that like. Oh, it's because someone died and she got stuck with the throne, no, like, the or tradition. because life expectancy was so low that she had to do the ruling. Like we saw her, her one minister is like that guy's like at least seventy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Communications maybe, maybe can their species thing. on their planet mature differently. She's human, but in a different, born in a different environment. The only time we ever I hear anybody say human is three PO. I believe in the entire series. That's an interesting fun fact. Go back to Otherwise, yeah. they never actually. He didn't. Good if it's true. He didn't even say it in reference to like people he's taught, like the main yeah. people. He just says like, "Oh, um, I understand true. humans," and he didn't necessarily say it in reference to Han and people like that. Just in general, as a general. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just that's be- the just only time we ever hear like human. Us yeah, doesn't necessarily mean they're human. Yeah, hmm. and it's. Um, but in the canonical books, they have been referenced as human, and I think there is a reference uh, other points to to them being humans. Hmm. But interesting thought. Once though. again, fourteen year olds. <laughs> <laughs> We're really stuck on that. Nine year olds. Listen, there's just the nine and fourteen year old plus. Okay, you got the kid who's a dirt merchant and uh, <laughs> and a know, literal Jedi. The queen. Well, no, but at this very point, very cliche. Yeah, at this point, he's you know nine year old. You know. He can fix things and race and do pod racing. And he's a bad boy. Wee! Emphasis like, on if, boy. If, oh, also <laughs> he can just des- he can destroy the uh, the the droid army command ship. He's accidentally with barrels. But if it was even portrayed as like a motherly like, which I thought kind of was where they were going to go with it, not the whole like, oh, let me have your babies. If it was portrayed as like the big sister, like, oh, you know, let me nurture so you. Like, it's a very edible story. Well, no, but like, like in the in the in the in Phantom Menace, it, you kind of get like the little like the the big sister thing going on there where she's like you know he's like oh i'm cold and she's like yeah, well, yeah. she takes cool. care of him she it's t- not till he grows up a little bit that he he goes from jake away to hayden christensen he has the little boy crush oh yes 100 percent. and and that's i mean that happens and it's not until he gets older and even then when she sees him again she still for a while kind of treats yeah. him like a little kid so she really doesn't fall in love until he which let's be fair he older. was 20 he was a kid well, yeah. 
<laughs> Let's but be at real. Least but 20... he's a he's a training space wizard. Okay. <laughs> yes. You know, I guess arguably in the Phantom Menace too, we don't really see. There's not a huge romance factor to it until maybe like that last scene when they're having the glowy ball party and like he's looking at her with his now Padawan haircut and she does give him a little like, hey big boy, <laughs> I see you got a haircut. It's nice, hey, you missed looking. the spot though. I, I choose well, hello there. that was I'm more big sisterly yeah. than anything. But, but you're then, right, there is a weird there is a weird kind of age gap he, there and yeah. He also was just super whiny. Yes. yes. Well, that's a Skywalker Welcome train. to Star Wars. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you don't know how I feel. That is a Skywalker train. I want to go to Tasha Station. Like, <laughs> I know you're my master, but like, I'm not going to follow what you want to do because I want to do what I want to do. Like, Can I just point out that not long later, uh, his son would be saying like, well, I really want to join the evil fascist space navy, but my uncle says I need to harvest more water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's only one yeah. more season, I guess. I guess. I guess. Also, I go to Tashi Station. Just want to like <laughs> race my T sixteen through Beggars Canyon. Bullseye some wampers because killing ki- killing People. wild animals, it's okay. <laughs> it's like <laughs> killing younglings. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh God, that was rough. Uh-huh. Wasn't that hard? When I he cried through that scene, I was like, was I awful. literally, it was one of those moments I didn't expect because you know, growing up, not seeing Star Wars in a world where everybody loves Star Wars, you see little snippets. Like I knew, obviously, that Anakin was Luke's father. I knew some of this little, some of these little things, but I did not see that coming. And I literally looked at my boyfriend. I was like, What the fuck? Baby murder? Like, are you shitting me? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they're children. They are literal small children and he just yeeted them all into the spiritual realm like, <laughs> yes. that's a that's a t-shirt <laughs> i almost got yeet for initiative shirts for <laughs> be gone <laughs> um, yeah that was a that was a rough scene where like, he's walking oh, up my. with the 501st behind him yeah. and he's just like, like the shadow oh. realm, yeah, you know, I, there was like I had like like physical pain in my chest. Like I, it was a hard time. I think I it's like, interesting oh too God. that I think obviously that plays very differently now. Where you're seeing this for the first time a few weeks ago in 2019, 2020, in a world that is differently informed. That when it came out was before we had watch me go down the list of school shootings you know oh, and it's yeah, not yeah. even douglas yeah. which is yeah. so it's so impactful oh. to us here at living so in south florida close right? yeah and but so i fresh. mean you know sandy hook and and uh virginia tech and and mm-hmm. the long I mean, list i mean of the, school the, shootings. The, the really the one that yeah. stands out before that would have been columbine, columbine. columbine. Yeah. that's the one i was trying to think of mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah, that would have been the one columbine. that predated because that was the, yeah the prequels, that was the year i was born yeah yeah, wow. so that scene plays very differently, I think, in yeah. in 2020 than yeah, it played when scary. it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to to Rise of Skywalker, um, I know I know the one scene that had Kayla and I probably ready to walk out. <laughs> oh, tell me, <laughs> yeah, I literally uh, almost walked the out. Transport. Give me your hatred. Yeah, the, the, when transport, they the transport when they it got blown up. Was oh. On. And you thought Chewie was on it? <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. My, I was like, we, brother. I was mad. I was so, like, like, tears and anger. No! I was, oh. Like, oh. Okay. Well, good night, everybody. I said, well, at least he's back <laughs> on. For what it's worth. Oh. When we saw the explosion, everyone's, like, mouths hung open in the theater. And I turned and I went, 
No. And I just Okay, but like, also no. you literally have that happening right after Kylo Ren's ship just like rolls down and it's like on fire and he's just walking out of that completely fine. I was like, and not they're turning not back and gonna, at it. they're not gonna kill him. Come on. Well I knew they Excuse weren't gonna I, I knew yeah. they weren't gonna kill Kylo and I kinda that was like the voice in the back of my head that was just keeping like, me yeah. from screaming out loud was they can't kill Chewie. That's not they the point. Yeah, they can't mm-hmm. kill Chewie. They, like, if you didn't see a body, he's not dead. Exactly. 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 I was like, I want to see the body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I immediately shook my head. I was like, no. No. If no you don't see the body, at least. That's why I didn't I really panic. I didn't. I didn't panic. I was like, I, yeah, I, I, I was a little concerned. It's like, it's like okay, so we're, we are. We're getting rid of all of our. We're getting rid of all of our fair. Okay. okay. <laughs> we're really doing this. We're, we're getting rid of all of them. Okay. <laughs> we, we got rid of Han and Luke. Leia's we know they're just probably gonna have to do something yeah are, are they also gonna and then it's like a new Lando you know we knew Lando's in this and it's like are, are they gonna kill Lando at some point too <sighs> yeah no that, do not kill Lando not allowed to no. kill Lando yeah but yeah I mean I get it I, you know what you know what pissed me off even more is like we knew in the back of our head that you know they can't kill Chewie right no matter how angry we are they can't kill Chewie but for all intents and purposes, the the you know Ray and and, and Poe and Finn just watched Chewie die. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. although they were somewhat distraught, I really felt like they did not. There was like we gotta go, we gotta go. We just we and like I get it. There was an urgent situation, but I really felt like there wasn't enough. There is a really, really, really good video I watched just a couple of minutes ago. Um, I I'd like for us to put the link up. Uh, in the show notes it was on YouTube um, it is from a YouTube user whose profile name is just right right R- W-R-I-T-E as in writing and it is specifically about the writing in the movie mm. um, and it talks at length about the fact that um, one of J.J. Abrams big problems is that everything in his movies is just we are rushing to go from scene to scene as quickly as yeah. possible. Yeah. We, yeah. He, he has a real problem with letting anything breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he kind of went into the fact that he feels like the one um, Mission Impossible movie that J.J. directed. Was that two or three? I, I think. think it was three. I've never seen any of them. Um, yeah, was maybe like his best movie because it's fine that the whole premise of the movie is we are literally running from scene to scene yeah. we don't let anything breathe that's kind of what mission impossible is that's fine that's great in this you lose a lot of the emotionality of these characters like they're not stopping to mourn mm-hmm. yeah with the exception of chewy and that very good scene mourning for yeah. leia which even then could have been a little bit it longer. Was, yeah. could have been more yeah the, the the only character in in the the group and the 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 poe finn ray that showed like what the Puff and Ray triad? Yes. yes. <laughs> Please. Yes. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Uh, Fucking triad. Do it. Um, <laughs> do it. But the one, only one who seemed to be like really distraught was Finn. Mm. And but but still, they kept putting the words in Finn's <laughs> mouth of, "We got to do this, or otherwise Chewie's Chewie's sacrifice was for nothing." You know, Chewie, the loss of Chewie is for nothing. So it's like, I got it. Like, okay, again, I agree. Could have done a little more. Hey, some tears, some something. Maybe even you know. 3PO should have been a little more. I mean, yeah. yes, he's a droid, and I understand droid but and emotions. But he has shown remorse before. Yeah. Chewbacca put him together yeah. multiple times yeah. after yeah. you know Empire. He gets blowed up by the Ugnots. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and even if I'm we give you like a point for Ugnots, 
<laughs> well, even if we had a moment of like, yes, yes, if we got to get on the ship, we got to get on the ship. And then like after they're like flying away, they're just like, they just take a moment where they just right, like breathe. Where everybody just I mean, stops in that and realization not only, hits. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. only did Chewie get taken, the Falcon got taken. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, they lost Chewie. They you lost the mess Falcon. with the Falcon. Yep, bro. Right. So that would have just been like, yeah, they should have been way mopier, way, you know. <laughs> a little bit more than, oh, no, Chewie died. Well, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Well, but then we're all sad, oh, and, and they got the dagger too, because he had the dagger. Oh his... yeah. We're yeah, quite there sad. was a lot of devastation there. That, and I, I agree with you that the urgency of getting off the planet and getting away, but then there should have been that beat afterwards. Yeah. There should have been that moment of as they're in hyperspace, right? Yeah. Put it on autopilot and stop and yes. breathe. Not like they got really do anything and enough. cry and oh my god, we just lost major components. We just lost a dear friend. That that sense of hopelessness that moves the story forward. We a needed three-time war hero. Okay, yeah, three-time. Yeah. It Hell doesn't. Yeah. It that especially with that type of pacing doesn't help the suspension of reality that you kind of need to be remorseful of stuff like that. Mm, because agreed. when you have little fake outs like that, and you've had so many people die already, and then like, oh, we think we die. They died. And they brought back. It kind of almost creates um, like a comic book issue of. Okay, they killed off the superhero again. They'll just bring him back. So you're not really that sad, and it's not as poignant, and it's not yeah. as impactful mm-hmm. when it does happen. Because it's like, okay, we know that, you know, okay, Aquaman died. He's going to come back again. You know, oh, Chewie died. He's going to come back. Like, this isn't how he's going to go, and that's stuff like that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and even when the movie prior, when we had Leia in space, and we think she's going to die for a second, just like, oh, shit, is this how it's going to happen? And then, you know... Force. Okay, she's fine now. It's like it it loses its impactfulness. I mean, yeah, yeah. impact with yeah. The, with the Last Jedi and that it was. I, I know for myself, it was like because Carrie Fisher had just passed away mm-hmm. before it was released. It was mm-hmm. like, is did they go back and recut it? And this is how they're gonna yeah. deal with Ugh. deal with the the Carrie Fisher loss. And and then it was like, no, they didn't change it. They kept the movie, you know, pretty much as it had been shot. So. Yeah. I thought for sure that it was going to be Leia that would volunteer to Haldo maneuver um, Snoke's, Snoke's oh, yeah, yeah. mega super ultra star destroyer. I did like the reference to the Haldo maneuver. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least there was something that showed that these movies are all together. Yeah, I was like, oh, we'll just do Haldo. It's like, no, we can't can't just rely on we can't hold up people all the time steve <laughs> stop i do definitely like, like the way that they they took her out though i yeah. do you know yeah um so we've, we've already talked about how they took out uh keller marie tran rose Tycho character Ugh. and then they brought in oh. one of the fucking hobbits oh that's not even where i thought you were going with this <laughs> i thought you were gonna go into like how like oh well you know we can't have uh Finn and, 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 and Rose, Rose Tico, so let's get a, a person of color because that's who Finn oh should be with. Oh, my God, yeah. What? I, I, oh, the other That, that seems very ham-fisted and there not was that, okay. There was that as well. Um, but it was, and, and I read somewhere that basically there was a bet between the actor who name has fallen out of my head. John Boyega? No, not, oh. no the, the, the Hobbit. that. Oh, uh, Dominic Monaghan? Yeah, Dominic Monaghan. Um, there was a, a bet... Uh, on Twitter between him and J.J. Abrams about a soccer match. And it was basically if one of the teams won, then J.J. had to put Dominic in, and if 
the other team won. Dominic was going to do some. I don't know exactly what the full details were, but basically because of a soccer match, you get Dominic Monaghan in the, in the movie. Instead of Rose Tico. And, and basically they took. Rose. 100%. They put, took him at all of a sudden. This guy who has not been in any of the previous two movies, and he's like hey, General Leia. For me, who are you? He's you like, know, I'm that guy who's been around. Yeah, he's General Leia's right hand. You know, reading yeah. off. It's like no. I mean, if if we're gonna strand Rose on Jungle Planet, whatever, then at least make her be. And I I heard some BS excuse. Oh well, the the issue was. Um, because using the the footage from The Force Awakens and trying to screen... Uh, I mean, it seemed pretty clear to me that they were stitching a lot of footage together right. to get as much lay as we got in that right. movie. Right, but, yeah. but they were saying the problem was is that uh, the reason why there was so much more Leia Ray and Leia Dominic Monaghan's character's name, who I don't know and don't Nobody care. knows. Doesn't matter, Space apparently. Steve. Steve, Space, Space Steve. Steve, yeah. Space Steve. Um, <laughs> is that... that they weren't able to like the the coloring and whatever to get her into the scene just wasn't working out that that to me as someone who has meddled muddled around with green screens and 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 background masking and all that stuff kind of smells like um, bullshit. Uh, have we not seen the shit the um age the age changing technology that we use right hello to have young carrie yeah. fisher in Rog we won and Rog, oh I call it that Rouge too. Rouge one <laughs> Mulan Rouge one um, in the Last Jedi and you know in in Rise of Skywalker and mm-hmm. you yeah know. no that's totally an excuse yeah we brought freaking Peter Cushing Cushing back from the dead you know we could we could we didn't need space Painful Mary Doc Randy Buck. <laughs> Rose was one of my favorite characters. She was really awesome. Yeah, I loved I, Rose, and I really did want to see more. Yeah, of her. I wanted to, like you end the Last Jedi. She sacrifices herself yeah. to, to protect Finn yeah. from his suicidal plan, and you're like, yes, space yeah. Asians, the one Star Wars demographic less uh, represented than uh, than than space uh, African Americans. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna just like. Every bit of merch that has Rose on it, we're going to get. Buy. We're going to find. Yeah. We're going to encourage other people to buy. I support we this campaign. We are going to just absolutely flood as much Rose as we possibly We're going to get her her own goddamn series. <laughs> Did they say something about bringing her her own series, though? I, I haven't heard that. anything about it, Me but if neither. they have, I fully support it. <laughs> We've got Rise yes. of the Skywalker. We've got the Galaxy's Edge ride, Rise of the Resistance. So let's have hashtag Rise of the Rose. There we go. That's a yes. Hashtag. I'm going to give you a point for that. Thank you. And we are totally hashtag Rise of the Rose. Um, yeah. The, to go back to what you're saying, the, the Finn other stormtrooper who resisted stormtrooper training and and that whole cadre so here's a confusing thing i had were they on the forest moon of endor or were they on another planet i'm glad you brought that up because after the first screening i said hey that's nice the one thing that i feel like was such a good takeaway that we learned something from this movie is that Every planet that we go to is not just one thing. Like, you know... um, Tantooine, Batu. It's it's a desert planet. It's an ice planet. It's another desert planet. It's another ice planet. Um, It's nice that we went back to the forest moon of Endor, which, uh, incidentally, I found out uh, recently. So there's all this confusion that is Endor the forest moon or is Endor 
the planet. And even in that universe, those words are used interchangeably. But apparently, <laughs> after the um, Battle of Endor, the second Death Star's destruction, when the Republic was coming back and discovered that there are these Ewok folk living on the forest moon of Endor. Murder bears. The murder bears. <laughs> murder bears. They, they found out that in Ewokese, the word for the planet that they live on is Tana. And the New Republic was moving to have that moon officially renamed to Tana oh. and have the gas giant be oh. called Endor. And then the New Republic blew up. I'm gonna geek point you for that piece of information. Thank, Thank you. you very much because that is a question I have had for a while. Tana is the Tana. name of the forest moon. Thank now we you. know. Um. So, I thought, how cool! We see that there's the forest section of Tana where Ewoks live, and there's this coastline with an ocean, because clearly this must be Tana because there's chunks of Death Star on it. No. Not Tana. Yeah. That is a different moon of Endor. I guess it's a moon completely uh, comprised of cliffs and ocean. It's a cliffs and ocean planet. Ah. What? How did it happen that in this universe, all the planets are singularly environmental? Uh, Singular biomes. Singular biomes. What? Um, how? Like, I, I would believe that's because. Budget? No, I, I believe it's because the, the writers were really not that good on science and didn't bother to. I don't know, consult with, you know... A globe? To be fair, though... To be fair. Literally almost every single other planet in our own solar system is kind of like that. Yeah. You know, you have Pluto, which is constantly just cold. You have Mercury, which is like really, 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 really hot, cold, really, really, really hot, cold, and it's all the same. And then you have, like, you know, (laughs) Venus, which is just hot. Oh, and and, and pressure. Yeah, yeah, just because it's hot because of pressure. Dun dun and, dun 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 dun. <laughs> and poison gas. Yes. Um yes. However, those things are all indicative of not supporting life. Whereas, but also we're talking about alien species. Oh well. To say. Yeah, but, but at the end of the day we do know, again from canonical sources, that pretty much all the species you encounter in the Star Wars universe are carbon based except for like the Minox, which are silicon based. Good job. Um, That's a point. That is one thing that I really had to think not too hard about. Because how are all these beings going to a bunch of different moons, planets, and stuff and can breathe fine with any type of apparatus? The only time you ever see them with the apparatus is in Empire when they go inside, when they're inside the space slug. When they're inside the slug. (laughs) Like, I know. And they aren't even in a goddamn spacesuit. So it's like, they think they're inside an asteroid. It's a little chilly, but they're wearing jackets. It was one of those, like, I really just had to not think about it because it's like. Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing. There's is, a lot of planets in Goldilocks zones. Yeah. Oh, this is apparently. why they call it science fiction. Yeah. There you go. And I, I recognize <laughs> that Fancy space one magic. of our big problems as Star Wars fans is that we are so selective and cherry picking on the things that are okay and the things that are not okay. Yeah. If it was in the original trilogy, it's fine. Our bending light swords, which is completely senseless, are faster than light travel with no, um, you know, relativity. Eh, it's fine. Space wizards. Sure. Why well, not? But now we're like... J.J. Abrams, where are these planets in relationship to each other? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but that what was are you like, doing, man? That was like in The Force Awakens. And it's like, so they show Starkiller base and it launches the missiles. Oh my gosh, I hate hits, that so like, much. all five planets and it's like, are they all in one system? Are they next door to each other? Like, this, this <laughs> no. Is, this, is almost as, this is almost as bad as like the, 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 the Cosmos building of, of Firefly, which I love that show, 
but there are way too many Goldilocks planets yeah. for one star system. They can't all be, you know, perfect yeah. for life. We You're all pretty. pretty. You're yeah. all pretty. <laughs> <laughs> one thing... One thing that I I'm never really got to jump on the bandwagon for, because obviously at the time of its release, I was not a Star Wars person, and I never have seen Star Wars. Um, Porgs? Yeah. Oh, yes! Absolutely in love with them. Absolutely in love with the reason why we have Porgs. Because, I don't know who knows this, I assume everybody kind of knows it by this point, is the reason we have Porgs is because the island that they were shooting those yeah. scenes with Luke Skywalker on were literally, I believe it was one of the Pacific Islands. I think it was off the no, coast of, of New Zealand or something. No, they shot that it's uh, it's off of Northern Ireland. Yeah, gotcha. Up yeah. In the North sea. It was yeah. so littered with puffins. Yeah. <laughs> that they could not possibly <laughs> key them out. So they're just like, make them space birds. <laughs> They'll be really cute. We can market them. You know what? I'm here them. for it. Not everybody knew that, so I am going yeah. to point you. I was going to give him a good point for that, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. I agree. And later on, cook them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Tasty so That was funny. And then was get, the poor looking at just like an ab, like abject horror. Just <laughs> it was so funny. Poor Chewbacca. And Chewbacca was just like, like don't look at me. Don't look at me. Just okay. go away. I'm going to throw it. I'm going to get angry me. at this point right now. <laughs> when they left that planet, fucking. Uh, crate. Crate? No, not Crate. No, are we talking about the end of the Last Jedi? End of the Last Jedi. Crate. When they love Crate, the Falcon had a small community of Porgs. Yes. Living amongst them. <laughs> yes. And, they and we didn't see off. any of them. And we didn't see any of them. I uh. What in 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 this movie? It's like what, what happened to all the Porgs? Because you know Chewie's not kicking the Porgs out. No, They're his friends all, now. Yeah. And they're a <laughs> tasty on the road snack. <laughs> Alien? No, he doesn't eat them. <laughs> Alien? He just cooks them Alien pest control. <laughs> he called Space Terminex. <laughs> it was the next great purge. Oh. Not like Nozzle Nolan has like a, a location out in space. <laughs> they so, had a location on Alderaan. Oh. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh, no. Good night, everybody. Yeah, I keep trying to call it. Now, I nope, keep getting that weird busy here. signal. Now we're sad. <laughs> now we're all very sad. Hey, job. hey, look, the good. Empire has built another can- a planet-killing weapon. God damn it. But this time they thought it out, and it's like, let's, instead of building one planetary-killing weapon, let's mount it on a all gun. Do you remember a while back, before we knew what the plot of this movie was going to be, and we were talking about building ever-increasing Death Stars, and I made the joke, the next Death Star is going to be the size of the galaxy... Because that's the next bigger step up. Yep. I feel like that's what happened. We built a Death Star that is all over the galaxy at one time. It's a Death Star galaxy. Congratulations. It's, it's an fleet. entire fleet. Yeah. fleet. yeah. Welcome. Also, Joe, I want to give you a geek point uh, that really is going to flip back to an earlier episode because you scooped Wedge Antilles showing up in that movie. Yeah, you did. I did. I you did. did. You did. Yeah. I could have used some more Wedge Antilles in that movie, but right? yeah, I was happy to see him. Scene. Yeah, that little... <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, remember me? Hey, Hello, everybody. Still in my orange uniform. Like, who, who is that? <laughs> yeah, we said that, that, that cameo came up, and I like, that was Wedge. And Kale's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I like, He's old now, though. That was, that was I think, my big squee moment of, of the movie. It was mm-hmm. like... The moment he came out, I was like, oh! and like I audibly gasped. And, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> I I, I want to say though, like the moment that I think touched beyond 
when Chewie finds out that Leia has mm. died is when Maz gives Chewie the medal. The medal. Yes. Oh. And I know oh. it is it, that that is so much fan service and so much cheese. And I don't care. But I love it. it what tired. else is Maz holding on to? <laughs> she has original she has original plans for the Death Star. Know. Yeah. She uh-huh. had, Anakin slash Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. Uh-huh. I still think she's got Luke's hand. She, she probably does. In a pickle jar? <laughs> Anything that's been lost in the Star Wars universe. That's like, where it all goes. It all goes to It her. all goes Maz. to Maz. <laughs> so yeah. she found Palpatine and then... Oh, she probably did. Yeah. What a <laughs> What if she... How dare planet you? is like Treasure Planet. There you go. It's, it's the cavern wherever. You know? <laughs> what if she were to sell... Skywalker's hand to a whole other universe to Rocky Raccoon. Since you know he collects the eyes and whatnot. Uh, I'm gonna need that guy's hand. She's a I'm gonna need that. It's all Disney, they could make that happen. Right, that's crazy. I'm really kind of surprised and pissed they didn't well, I mean I'm not necessarily surprised, but pissed they didn't actually bring anything from like Treasure Planet. Like just like a really small Little Easter egg. That would have been the time. That would have been. Oh cool. my god! That would have been able to. Although the one thing that made Peter love it in that <laughs> bat- in that big battle at the end, there was a lot going on. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah, they could have thrown a, anything you know, in there. That ship could be in there hiding somewhere. It was one of my. That is one of my favorite. Could be hiding. You know, underrated, a, a underrated Disney movies for sure. So good. Maybe just a walking droid that looks like Ben. Yeah. Yeah, they, that like, would have been cool. I think. Ah! The, I know. Like one of the other fan services was. There was a, a ship that appeared to be the ghost. The ghost. Mm-hmm. No. I would have liked, maybe, I don't know, a shot of, you know, Hera, maybe Hera's Sabine. Kanan. Can- well, no. No. Remember, Kanan's. Kanan's dead. Oh, I forgot. Kanan's dead. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Ahsoka. I'm sorry. Well, Ahsoka's also dead. We are no? <laughs> led to believe, because we heard her voice, as the voices of a thousand dead Jedi. Did we actually hear? Oh. Sure yes, we did. Sure oh. Yes, I did we hear heard, Ahsoka's voice. We heard Kanan's voice. They brought in Freddie Prince Jr. to record Kanan's voice. Mm-hmm. We heard Ahsoka. We heard Qui-Gon Jinn. We heard... Um, both Obis. Both Obis. For some reason? That's weird. Um, we need two We Obis. heard Just to get Luminara Undula. We He's heard Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. We heard Ari Galia. Um, do we hear Plo Koon? Because he's my favorite. Well, no, because we would have just heard, You're a Jedi! Like, he's got that weird, like, it's not a yeah. fishy voice, but it's he's so got that rebreather weird. Thing, yeah, yeah, with the rebreather. Um, I love Plo Koon, though. It's PG 13, right? Yeah. Is it? Okay. I really would have loved if they brought back uh, Samuel Jackson just so you could say the one fuck of the movie. <laughs> Kill that, Kill they that fucker. They can get one. Don't fuck it up. It's just been. It's just been. Kill that fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Say what again? That, that could have been in the voices of the of the dead Jedi. The yeah, no, no, but I could just because he had, he had he had the too chance. dangerous to be kept alive. Mm. He had the chance. Of Anakin. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to point Pete for that list because there was a few of them I didn't catch and that was funny. (laughs) That was. Um, We need Sammy. So, yeah, it it just... There was was a lot going on. There was a lot of fan service. Yeah. Um, I love the shot of the Ewoks celebrating as they watch yet another Star Destroyer. Yeah, Yeah, that was cute. By the way, I I definitely do do not want a geek point for this because I just looked it up. This is not out of my head. Kef Beer is the name of the planet that is a planet of, of cliffs and oceans. Uh, oh, cool. 
and Death Star um, parts. Kef <laughs> <laughs> beer. Kef beer. But it's not a planet. It's a moon because it's a moon. It is a moon. Well, a moon is a planet. It is revolving around a planet. No. No. It's a moon no. because it orbits another I'll show you a planet. It's no moon. It's a space station. <laughs> it's got a it's got a trench. That's no moon. It, it does that. You know, I saw a tattoo that, like that once. Is that a thermal exhaust port? <laughs> that's that's right something. The main port. There's some exhaust, all right. <laughs> um, I mean, there there was a lot going on in that movie. Um, we've only seen it the one time. We've we've talked about going back to see it the second time now that like. Not jump scares, but uh, soul pulls and, and, and heart crushes are... Uh... Yeah. You know, I've said before on this show that my, my movie-watching rule is you got to watch it, everything you watch at least twice, once to just watch the movie and let it unfold, and then once to analyze it. Yeah. 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 I'm sure twice. there's many, many things that, that we missed and that you <laughs> will go back again and again and notice little things here and yeah. there. You know, I mean, is there a hidden Mickey? We don't know. So... Oh my god! What I don't. What if it's on one of the Death Star parts? That would well. It very well. Yeah, could be. yeah, yeah, that's actually a really good point. I'm gonna pull a Kingdom Hearts you know on this. I'm gonna point you for that, and I'm gonna look for that because you know what? It's Disney. Hey Lord knows it's in there somewhere. Do it! Do it! <laughs> take <laughs> them out! Ha! 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 Take them out with my voice all the time. Oh! Execute Order sixty six. Do it now! That is so good. Um, Search your feelings. You know so, it's true. I don't want anybody to influence anybody else, so I'm going to ask a question. This is our, our, our flash survey, and I just want an answer. It's a, a binary A or B answer. So let's just give an answer and not influence anybody else. Who do we love now, Baby Yoda or Babu Frick? Baby Joe? Yoda. You hold action because it's taking you too long. <laughs> Kayla? I think it's still Yoda. Guy? I haven't even seen much Baby Yoda. Oh, have you watched Mandalorian? I'm sorry. I Not at all. all new. Okay. Okay. But Baby Yoda. <laughs> no Baby Babu Yoda. Frick for you, huh? He's cute, but not as cute as Baby Yoda. Babu Frick. Uh-huh. From what I've seen, Did you have to ask cute, Baby, Yoda. Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. But, you know, and, and it's hard to compare the two, too, because they're both incredibly cute. But... Um, completely different reasons and completely sure. different ways. Babu Frick is just like, he's just funny cute. I want to point you out know? that yeah. I feel like Babu Frick feels like a character you would play in a game. Oh, yeah, Kayla. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I can would, also I see totally you playing that. Babu Frick. <laughs> I I could see myself voicing Babu Frick, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, the cutest is Baby really, Yoda. Oh, sorry. I, I, yeah, Baby Yoda is the cutest, but Babu Frick, I really want to see. I want like, to see more of. Yeah, I want to see like. <laughs> Can Babu Frick yeah. get a series? Right? Yeah. God. Let's find out what so was going on. Cute. Well, yes. he can't go back to that planet though. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Hey, we did see we did see that the that pl- Jimu Jimu the the Emu. Kojima Kojima. We we did see there there's a planet that kind of isn't all one thing sort of kind of. I mean, it's not anything right now. I'm a little curious if Kojima was the same planet that we saw. Diego Luna in Rogue One, Cassian Ander, uh, in at the beginning of, the very beginning of Rogue One, where he shoots a guy, shoots the informant. It felt very like this is a village, but it's a little steampunky. And uh-huh. you know, yeah, to, you do. To my recollection, point. I feel like it maybe was snowy, but I need to watch Rouge, yeah. Mulan Rouge One again. Yeah, mm. I want to see more of the Daft Punk chick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, especially if you're going to cast Carrie Russell, and then you, oh, you yeah. see her oh, eyes. That's all we get. 
Yeah, that was that was like you because I was looking at this. I was like, oh, Carrie Russell's in this. Where was she? Oh, I guess that was. Her hey, eyes. here's my eyes. And that's all you can my see. My eyes are right up here. Yeah, <laughs> eyes up here. <laughs> Daft yeah, Punk helmet. I, I, yeah, I would definitely love to. I want. I want more of that story. Um, and also, uh, Pete. This yours. Did you? Uh, did you run Spice? You a Spice runner? Of course, I'm a Spice runner. Spice, spice runner. runner. <laughs> Obviously, spice I runner. ran Spice before or during my time as a New Republic pilot. That's awkward timing. That was really like. <laughs> Oh, he's been with the New Republic since the beginning, but also running Spice, as no, no. you do. He's been it's with the Resistance. Hustle. Excuse me. The, the resistance. resistance. He wasn't with the New Republic. He was with the Resistance. No, I'm sorry. No, before there was Resistance, he was with the New Republic. Because the, the Resistance only came up because the New Republic didn't want to do anything about the First Order. That's true. But he was a he was a New Republic pilot. That does become questionable then. Yeah, because he started with the New Republic. Oh, fleet yeah, because you see that in, in his Star teen years. And, and you see that in Star Wars uh, Resistance. Uh, the I haven't watched they, Resistance yet, but did they bring they it up talk, there? They talk about that, that he's, he's the, like, they're the, the main character kind of fanboys uh, Poe Dameron. Like you do. Bit. So. 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 Ba- so and you, so. sir, Baby Yoda or Babu Frick? Oh, me? I'm, I'm still in Camp Baby Yoda, but man, I do enjoy me some Bobby Frick. Frick. Yeah. yeah, I want to see. I want to see the Bobby. I am. I mean, I know this is the end of the saga. I know we're not supposed to see any more Skywalker stuff, but there are characters I really would like to. I would like to see what Lando and the Foundling Stormtroopers like locating their family. Like, yeah. give me a Disney Plus series. I on mean, that, that was definitely yeah. clearly yeah. A, like a, a, family. a backdoor uh, pilot. pilot. You know, right there where like, they're just give me that. I want to. What what happened? What I want to know about the continuing adventures of Finn and Poe. Do yeah. they go to? Do they go to? <laughs> they finally kiss. They kiss. They just kiss. They just That's kiss. It. That's and it. Just, just kiss. Just kiss. And then they're happy and they hold hands and we're all better things. people for it. Yes. I thought they went to Adventureland and Finn and, and then kiss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I I did enjoy like if it were me directing and this is probably a bad move, but I feel like when I'll Lando, give you three hundred million when Lando meets uh, the Foundling girl and he's like, wait, how old are you? And you were born on what planet? Uh-huh. Oh. That's where I yeah. thought it was going to go, too. Look at my watch. I gotta go. I'm glad they didn't go there, though. I'm, I'm glad that... But everybody's related to somebody in Star Wars. Except for the... Well, <coughs> except for some of the minority characters. There, I guess so. Unless he just knows the person that's like her father. <laughs> oh, wait. I used to run a mining scam, and I suckered him because... All I like to do is mining scams. Her dad is Lobot. Unless he just knows that she's from Alderaan. Oh. Well, no, she couldn't have been from Alderaan because Alderaan blew up like 50 years ago. Oh, yeah, that was a timeline. What if she thinks her dad is Lobot? And then she was born and Lobot's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Lando. (laughs) Uh, I'm checking out my capes in my cape closet. (laughs) Oh, I gotta go help the rebellion blow up another Death Star. See you, Lobot. <laughs> uh, I gotta go to Jabba's palace. Oh, I guess he did have to do that first. You're yeah. Right. yeah, you're right. First, he had to do that. Depending on where in the timeline she was born, though. But then she would still be too old because that was she'd have been like, yeah. I just want Lobot to go, Lando. <laughs> I, but like, I, I like to know like what happened to Bespin after all the shenanigans on Bespin. What you know. Uh, Star Destroyer hung out over top of it and then blew up. 
<laughs> that's that's the kind of the fun. As as much as it, it really kind of broke my heart when when Lucas sold to Disney. The fun of it is that there's possibilities of a lot of these stories. Sure. They are not going to let the Star Wars franchise die. Yeah. Speaking of which, I saw, I don't know if you saw this, that Jon Favreau mm-hmm. said that it is a very realistic possibility that in season two of The Mandalorian, we will see some Skywalker Saga characters show up. Okay. Huh. That makes oh. sense. Okay. I have no idea who that could be. I, I have a pretty strong idea. We know that this takes place about five years after the Battle of Endor. Um, that happened over the moon of Tana. It is known. Oh, wait, the wrong series. Um, <laughs> that is the way. I have spoken. That is the way. It that is, is the way. It, that is the, the Battle way. of Tana. Thank you for correcting me on that. That's no, no, point. the Battle Great of Endor time. that occurred over, over, the, Tana. Moon, over the moon of yep. Tana. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thinking about it, I'm like, there's no way we're going to show an Adrian Grass, Mark Hamill, or Carrie Fisher for no, the Mandalorian. No, that, I don't see that too happening. Much. That's, yeah, for sure. But I think it's a distinct possibility we will see Chewbacca in season two. Yeah. I don't have anything cool to that. make me believe that other than I want to make Kayla happy. Um, <laughs> but if there's anybody that I feel like would show up in The Mandalorian, it's Chewbacca. That would be cool. That would be it cool. Makes sense. I will Yeah. I will do R2 and C3PO. R2 and C3PO yeah. can show up. They're the only characters that have been in literally every Anthony Daniels, movie. the yeah. only actor to appear in every, every Star movie. Wars Movie. Well, they are the Red and Rose and Grants and Guildenstern of Star Wars. They are that. You know? They are that. So it's um, very possible. So there was a moment where I was fearful when they were doing the whole Sith translation that, you know, 3PO was going to lose his entire memory. I know. And then they che- were very scared. Mm. And then they check off gunned the, well, you know, our two units are notorious, unstable, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck, I know what you're going to do now. He's fine. He's yeah. gonna. he's gonna be fine. It didn't it, it didn't hurt it didn't soften the impact though of when three PO walks up and he's you know introducing himself to everybody and R two you know chirps at him and he's like oh my best friend oh, I just met you know it didn't like soften the impact of it. I think they could have left the the fact that he backs up to R two that whole thing if they'd have just left that out completely filmed it as this is a sacrifice and we have lost 3PO as we knew 3PO I think that it would have been more impactful but it would also, have had, had much more significance but yes. also it would have like it would have dis- established that as like just a retcon of like oh just kidding like he's not yeah, it didn't right happen that. and so if it was explained from the beginning it would have been like oh okay cool like it's still sad but we have time to breathe easy but if it would have just happened at the end it would be like oh well yeah of course C-3PO is backed up by R2-D2. Of course, Jason we can't Todd came him. back. <laughs> you know? Even Jason Todd came back. That's a geek point, Kay. <laughs> that is definitely. That's, that's, a, that's a Red Robin, <laughs> Red Hood, Red Robin geek point. Right. Red God damn Robin, it. yum. <laughs> mm, I want a burger that's, now. That's a burger mm. geek point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm sure we could spend like hours picking apart and and dismantling the as we've already have done several episodes, and I'm sure we will again, um, <laughs> and and I'm sure we will revisit this, but uh, we're we're getting a little late on time, yeah. um, so go to uh, the big board, go to El Bordo Grande. Oh so, Christopher, you have a geek point. You've been very silent, uh, but when you did speak up to get yourself a, a geek point. Peter, I will not uh, I will not re-Peter you. Yeah, you just did anyway, though. 
Uh, two two points. Uh, Kayla, four. She, you know what? I gotta say, the last several episodes, you have really been stepping up on the geek points. I'm trying. I, I'm I'm getting a little more comfortable. You've been working out and drinking milk. Something like that. <laughs> Kai, I could not ask to be tied to somebody better. You and I tied at seven points. Nice. And I think without any doubt, without any surprise, okay. our our geekiest for this episode is Pete <clears throat> with eight. I just disappear and my clothes is left behind. I'm a <laughs> naked force ghost. But then somehow you still have clothes when you're a force ghost? Because you know, spirit how, realm clothes. How you, how spirit you imagine clothes. yourself. Or make a clone is... after being blown up by a reactor. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Come back. <laughs> so Super corpsified. You get the plugs. You get the first shout outs, whatever All you right. want to do. Um, well, uh, as our, our listeners know, you can find me playing. Uh, Orion and not safe for wizards, um, and uh, loving the experience of being um, a very questionably not great person. Um, <laughs> also in D anD. d you can find me on Twitter. I am at the It's Just Pete. Uh, follow me. I'll probably follow you back unless I don't like you, um, <laughs> or I'm just not paying attention, which is really more often than not. Um, sure you that. can email me. Email me your questions, comments, hate mail at geekiestpeat at gmail.com. And uh, on rare occasion, um, as happened last week, you can find me live streaming games uh, from time to time on my friend's uh, Twitch stream, which is at It's Just Game Night um, on Twitch. All right. Uh, that it? That's all. That's I'm done. All. That's and scene. Oh. Okay. Uh, Kai? Oh, should I read it like a like an ASMR? Oh. <laughs> please do, please you do. Can. Please. You can find me on um, my Instagram is modified underscore merman, just the same way you'd spell it. My Facebook is Kai Martino, K A I M A R T I N O, and I have a Snapchat that I post on every so often, and it's pretty funny. Uh, that is dat d a t period cholo. Nice, nice, nice. It shows up as aggressive homo though, so. <laughs> Like my 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 tag on Snapchat is Dat Cholo, but my name is Aggressive Homo. I might just thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Check that later. Yeah, we're gonna have to check that out. <laughs> I, I will it. definitely check that. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, you can find me uh, playing Jade on Not Safe for Wizards, very often opposite Orion in some crazy situations and enjoying it. It's been a fun ride. Y'all should check it out. Um, you can find me on the Twitters, the Twits, as we've been calling it. Tweet. <laughs> Tweeting about. Uh, at Hawk underscore Kayla. Um, and as I have said many times before, you'll usually get Joe first. Because uh, me and the twits don't always get along. Um, you can find me on my Instagram at Geekiest Kayla, which is where I post most of our pictures and and uh, sneak peeks and all the fun stuff going on between the Geekiest and Not Safe for Wizards. And if you're in the downtown Davie area, you can come and see us at Secondhand Goddess mm-hmm. at 4148 DV Road mm-hmm. and Secondhand Goddess on all of the things. And you can find me on Twitter the twits. The twits. Uh, as at Demorgus, uh, I have, of course, am the DM for the Nazi for Wizards podcast. Um, you can find the geekiest podcast uh, information at the geekiest pod across Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I think that's about it that we're on for, for that. 
Uh, you can email the show at thegeekiestpod at gmail.com. That way it might get answered since Pete very rarely checks his email. I checked it today. <laughs> it was, and every day that is today, I've checked it. Um, I think that's... I'm not sure about that. I think that's about it. So uh, I want to thank you for listening this week, and we'll be talking to you next week. Until next time, stay geeky, my friends. Bye. May the force Bye. be with you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, listener. Before we get out of here, just want to uh, ask you to do us a little favor. Um, two little favors. One, if you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review there. Five stars would be great, but hey, we're leaving that up to you. And second would be share the podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you think would enjoy a deep dive into geek culture. Uh, that would definitely help us. Thanks for listening. The preceding program was brought to you by Armored Bear Productions.